Guys, welcome back to Aircode Coffee. 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 Aircode Coffee. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast where back. we pour coffee in your ears and you will like it. You you hear that? That's that's a V60 right in your ear. Oh, that's an Aeropress. We're frotting milk for for your ears. Wow. Wow. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> <It's just laughs> um, yeah. Welcome back. About that. We, we uh, yeah. wanted to talk about food. Well, yeah, we can, we can, we can touch this subject. Can we? Yeah. So, okay. We, we, I mean, we talked about M&Ms a while ago, right? M&Ms are pretty great. Yeah, yeah. they are. But we talked about them. What, what is your favorite food? Just in general? Of yes. all types so, of food? Exactly. That's so, too hard. This is, yes. This is an extremely hard question. <laughs> I mean, even I can answer that question because I don't, I can take one thing. So I have to make like, okay. So what I do with, when I'm trying to answer this, I yeah. categorize foods uh, into a few things. So sweet, savory, uh-huh. warm, cold, and stuff like that. So Jeez. like what's the, I think I'm more of a savory person overall. Like I, I would be able to live without any sweetness. Well, that's not true, but like I would be okay with eating only savory for not even one day. <laughs> but like hypothetically, I could uh, I could be okay with one week. Okay. Uh, and in that one week, I wouldn't mind eating um, only hot food. I think. So it has to be a prepared dish, like on the stove or something. If I have to pick between cold and hot foods, I'll go hot foods yeah, any right. day. I mean, I if I could, I would just eat warm food in the morning and in for lunch. And you could. It's a choice. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, or, I don't know. It, it's it, a lot of effort. Yeah, it's a lot of effort, and also um, a lot of you know restaurants and diners and stuff. They don't really serve hot food in the morning so you want to live in the u.s where they do that and fuck no <laughs> please <laughs> not because of the food <laughs> uh, yeah exactly I, I don't mind the food i i do mind the rest but uh <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry no politics yeah no, no politics oh, talk. Please. okay but, but uh, uh yeah, yeah. hot I, food is more um it, it makes you happier I yeah think. i mean after eating a hot meal i'm like ah yeah, this, yeah it was nice you know it's it's but if i'm eating a fucking <laughs> If I'm eating a salad or something, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, there was a salad. Is, <laughs> so, there, is there a soul food that's not hot? But Okay, so you know, stuff like sushi. Okay. That's cold. That, that is cold. I, I, I really like sushi, but still, it's not. if I have to pick, I would still pick hot food over. Like a stew or like rice that's like warm and fluffy. Yeah, and, I mean, oh. it just it, it warms you from the inside, so mm-hmm. it makes you feel good yeah, in multiple like, ways. As I asked just a few seconds ago, is there a soul food that's not hot? What do you categorize as a soul food? I don't do that. Oh, well, some, what, some what, people. What, <laughs> some people. Uh, um, what does the world categorize? I as? think it has to be a local dish. Okay. Done by usually by um, a smaller group in the in, in the community. Uh-huh. So it's not like I'm going to sound racist as always, but like uh, ethnic groups usually have uh, soul foods. Uh-huh. And they like introduce soul foods to the larger community. So it's like a a, a dish that's not re- very known to most people, uh, but pers- well, it pers- wasn't yeah, until exactly. it got popular. They, they, they popularize it. Yeah, and then it became a staple of that region. Yeah. So like, if you go to I don't know to the Netherlands, the soul food of the Netherlands is probably 
hotspot or something or whatever. Fuck, and that's that's uh, that shouldn't be categorized as soul food. I mean, though. it's warm but, though. Yeah, but uh, it's geez, warm. That sounds horrible. If if if, if someone would, would tell me like, hey, we have soul food, it's stumpled, I would be like, what the fuck is this? Why why is th- it doesn't make me feel good? It does <laughs> look a bit disturbing. <laughs> Dude, it, okay, no, but I, I like stumpled by the way. But I, it's just I love it. It's it's. No, but I'm just saying. If, you, like, if you're looking, well, okay. how to describe it? Okay? Yeah, okay, okay, it's fine. How to describe soul food? Uh-huh. I think a few of those like properties I just explained. Yeah, I think you have to have those in that type of dish. Mm. It has to be known for like a, a local area food that's been a staple of the community for a while that has been introduced by a like a, a smaller community. Okay, uh, of the of of the larger community i guess but, uh-huh. so it, it had to be popular um at some point and it had to also have cult- cultural significance okay so um if you think about dutch cuisine yeah. you cannot leave out yeah hot, of course. Hot I mean, or something yes yeah, stumbled is just stumbled yeah it, it's the dish i mean yeah. also if you ask like hey what are your local traditional dishes in the netherlands yeah. it's, it's it's only stumbled i yeah. guess so um yeah I, I think soul food has to be warm and um it warms your soul i think that's where it comes from okay it's just it's i don't know the the, the word sounds more amazing than stumbled yeah like some some other examples of soul food are like uh i don't know fried chicken oh, yeah. of some areas you know in like the southern uh, u.s or um i don't know burritos or something could be a soul food or, or like Tacos, 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 <laughs> tacos. Oh, yeah. So if, if you're asking me what what's my favorite warm dish or yeah. something, I think it's burritos. Oh no, me- Mexican food. Mexican food. I, I oh yeah. man, you, you can you can wake me up. But th- that's a for Mexican food. Th- that's not. It's you, a huge mm, category. And again, yeah. uh, burritos I think are the you know that's my main. That's the peak. Yeah, that, that's that's the, the main dish I go for mm. if I have to pick one dish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, burritos. I do I'm, love Mexican. Oh man, and just some, I just some I and, and oh man, <laughs> it's so fucking good. I haven't had uh, enough really good Mexican to say I love Mexican as much as, for example, I think Middle Eastern food for me is. I think if I would on death row, yeah, my your last lo- meal, your last meal, yeah, would probably be a Middle Eastern dish. Okay, and not because, but what? Well, mm, that's a tough question. Yep. I think if it's like really well made, who? I think like sebzi, and uh, I know nobody knows what that means, but it means green. It literally means green. And uh, what is it? It's a stew with rice, uh, with um, a few types of leaves. Okay. And uh, it, it just tastes. I can't describe it. It has kidney beans or like those red small beans. Yeah. And it has uh, meat. Not necessarily. You won't miss meat if you don't add it. Um, what you do need is a really perfect blend of all those green vegetables. Okay. It's literally leaves that you find in that area. <laughs> what? And um, the dish itself is called green. Wow. Like Because it's just green. It's a green stew that you put on rice. And um, usually it's just, yeah, that just that. Okay. And um, it's uh, Iranian. So... Middle Eastern, I guess. Mm. Persian. Persian, some people call it. Okay. And uh, I think that would be maybe my dish. Because it has everything that I want. Like a bit of juiciness. A very savory 
Uh, it has a bit of like sweetness from the cooked leaves. Okay. It's really good. And uh, I don't know. It has some tanginess too because they add this like super small because it gets dried up. It's it's like um, a lime that's actually dried up. And what? yeah, it sounds weird. But listen, it, it's like a little almost black looking lime that's super dry and hollow almost on the inside. Uh. They've uh, cooked it in, I think, salty water <laughs> and then left it to dry. Wow. And it gets a very strange flavor. It's amazing. Okay. You can add that to a lot of stews and it adds a tanginess and a bit of like funk to the stew. It's really good. Some soul? Maybe, maybe. Soul. Soul in a in a lime. Mm. <laughs> wow. No, but uh that's that's also something. It's the the dishes are always so like if you think about it, it's pretty weird how the dish has been created. Like a burrito also is like yeah it's a it's a but, uh, <laughs> flatbread or something yeah and it's also like the, the mixture of of st- i mean it's not only a burrito with you know the stuff in the burrito yeah um but it's also like guacamole mm-hmm. and and it's like lime and there's avocado so it's like a fatty you know mm. it's, it's salt and pepper it's it's all just you almost can notice there's a lot of experimentation yeah it, it, but it's also so it's so you know flavorful it's so it's so much it's and complex. Yeah, it's flavors, complex. Yeah. And, but it's not too much because that's also like something mm-hmm. that can happen is that you just have too much flavor and it just over, you know. Is there so such a thing as too much flavor? Just mm. dump like a whole little pot of, I don't know, <laughs> herbs somewhere. In oh, dish yeah. yeah. You, know, it's, but you mean overpowering? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It, it, there, if you have like perfect Mexican food, it, there's a nice balance between all those flavors. And that's, I mean, that's pretty much how all you know, great dishes work, mm. right? So you have like all those sweet, sour, and uh, salty. And there's like a... a no l- bitter? No umami? Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, dude, Come on. <laughs> I, I don't know all, but there's like a, a nice <laughs> line of all yeah. them and just properly balanced and yeah. then you have like the perfect dish. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of um, like food cultures don't agree with that. Some of them are like uh, specific- specifically uh, geared towards like more... I don't know more savory, more more yeah. salty and sour. Maybe some of them are like more geared towards sweetness, mm. and some of them are even a bit bitter and bland. Like a Norwegian food, overall, you can have re- really sweet elements, but um, usually when they cook things, they're just straight from the from, from like s- literally things they find around lying around. So like uh, the leaves, don't, don't they also just dry a lot of food? They do well, and, and fish especially, and, and salt or something. Yeah, but it's it still is like not the the flavor. Like it, it doesn't have a lot of spices. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't pack a punch. If it, you know what I mean. Yeah, so it's 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 pretty bland mm-hmm. between you know yeah. air quotes. I wouldn't but say that, but that yeah, you 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 taste more of the ingredient itself yeah. instead of you know just dumping a whole lot of ingredients yeah. and you know herbs on it and just. Re- yeah, remove mm-hmm. the flavor of you know yeah and uh, like if, if you think about it some cultures are just like the soul food of uh norwegian uh area wouldn't probably be something that has pepper or like cumin or something in it so it'll be yeah. considered to a lot of our flavor profiles now because we're in such a multicultural oh, that, that, that's, yeah. what, that's what i like yeah. i like the fact that if you just if you make a dish mm-hmm. you can Okay, let's you just grab some, you know, random ingredients. Mm-hmm. 
and and depending on what kind of dish you want or yeah. what kind of region you want mm. you you add spices to it that's actually really good i i, yeah. I, I love doing that so i'm just i open the fridge and there's like minced meat in my fridge mm-hmm. and i'm like hmm wait what can i do with this and yeah. am, am i in a, like a, a bit of a mexican mood or do we want some mm-hmm. easter asian you know and, and then i'll add those spices to it and then you'll eventually get those that flavor of yeah. that region and that's i love it yeah something i notice is um meat itself is just a canvas for yeah. spices it, it doesn't it doesn't do much the it, protein is really nice and and the texture can be nice and and but, some some fattiness of yeah. course and there's a, lot, a bit of you know how to call it tanginess i guess is it tangy yeah. well it can it could be tangy <laughs> there's just something it's like hartig you know yeah savory savory yeah, yeah. so it's like a savory flavor mm-hmm. and uh and but what, what I did notice is like if you get tofu or something mm-hmm. and you marinate it in the same spices as you would any other meat dish and you would use the same spices for like cooking, yeah. you could actually just fool yourself without the same texture and without the same savoriness. You could still fool yourself with thinking of like it would taste exactly like the other dish because the spices make up the dish. Yeah, And that's something I, I really like about know you don't have to use the same ingredients as long as you use the same elements yeah. you can recreate a dish exactly. and, and the experience of that dish yeah so th- that's th- yeah, yeah that's what i would have meant you can just use totally different mm. ingredients but if you Delicious. work to the same i don't know the same yeah. palette you can mm-hmm. kind of recreate it with whatever yeah did you know there's actually a kind of spice called savory yeah Literally savory. Yeah, I know. Wait, you knew that? It's, it's on my fridge. What? Okay, but you didn't. Do, do you know how it tastes like? Uh, savory is. Oh, fuck, what was it again? In Dutch? Yeah, I'm trying to. Can I say it? Yeah. Bonenkruid. Oh yeah, there we go. So it's a bean spice in Dutch, yeah. and I guess. I don't. Where it, is it from? It's it's a flower thing, right? It's like no. made from a flower or something. I don't. I don't know because it looks like um, thyme. Yeah, it does. It does. The, the the you know the structure. It's like a long. If it's dried, yeah, yeah. it looks like thyme. But uh, it has a. It, it's such a distinct flavor. I, yeah. I, I can't compare it to anything else. And the thing is, I've never honestly, I've never heard of that spice on its own. Oh. In in Dutch and in, in English, when I hear savory, I don't think hey, what, what's that actually in Dutch? I would actually go to sage or something in my head. Yeah. But it actually is a combination of like rosemary, a bit of sage, and um, I don't know, something else. Uh, but it was really fun. And uh, there's a few more ingredients like that that I've discovered over the past few months. Mm. And they actually like, I don't know, expanded my uh, palate a little. That's nice. I like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those are really fun experiences, food and drinks. Yeah. And uh, they, they also help you be positive and you know helps you forget yeah i overeat when i'm sad <laughs> <laughs> i think everyone wait yeah i think everyone does that no so some, some so, people actually stop eating when they get sad yeah that's true and they get anorexic i get bulimic no i don't <laughs> that's not that's, that's not a joke dude <laughs> i'm sorry for all you guys who are bulimic but uh, yeah that i mean our, our our work yeah. is um you know challenging sometimes not i mean not it's not difficult sometimes it is but it might be it's but I mean, harder to face all the things around the job itself yeah exactly i mean but i think every 
you know every employee mm-hmm. has that you know experience of working somewhere and having to deal with all the crap around doing their job i mean yeah uh, I, I remember when working full-time at companies that just you know fucking meetings every fucking monday for seven or six hours straight how's that even gonna help you do your job that, that's it, too long it it didn't it it didn't it, it was just you know a lot of, of meetings are just to satisfy someone <laughs> in the company like an so, ego uh maniac no, no no i mean like the project manager wants to know mm. how you're doing with your you know with yeah, your but development. that takes five minutes yeah i know but then there's like a whole fucking speech about this and that and how you're gonna do this and let's talk about you know um can we do this maybe and hmm. I know. I'm always afraid that I, if I would ever be a manager, that I would, you know, it would rise up to my head and I would be like telling people all the time how to do their work. <laughs> I'm afraid I, I will be that's, that guy. That's the most difficult thing about being your because, own, yeah. having your own company and being like the CEO yeah. or something. I mean, if you have like a huge company, you won't mm-hmm. eventually do all that stuff because you, you can't, yeah. it's, too, you, it's too much. But if you start a company, you have to let go of mm-hmm. certain things and just you hire other people to reduce the amount of work yeah. you have to do. And also to, you know, just and other people also add to new visions, you know, they they, mm-hmm. they add to the, the dynamic of the product. Yeah, or I mean, they, they, have a, they have like a fresh mindset about yeah. something. Usually they do. And it's something about trust, I think. Yeah. And that's something you have yeah. to learn. But yeah, I don't know. It's just the, our jobs. I think a lot of jobs are mm-hmm. mentally challenging a lot of times. It's taxing, definitely. Yeah. Like there's almost, there's something I think about every time I hear it. Like, oh, aren't you taking a, a vacation or a, or a week <laughs> off or something? I'm like, yeah. why would I need to? Like if I w- would like my job, yeah. I don't need to take a day off per se. But a lot of people just... They, they need that because it's so taxing that if they but, don't take the break, they'll actually, you know, run the, themselves dry or something. And, and but I think also those those types of people yeah. are, um, are I think the kind that don't really, you know, think about what, what, what is going on. So they, they're not, I think they're not really aware of the fact that they are right now, or right now, you know, they are, um, um, how do you call it? Um, uh, putting too much pressure on mm. themselves yeah so instead of just fixing that and mm. you know finding a way to make it work and you know b- be a bit more relaxed they work 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 and then they get a vacation work 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 they get a vacation just to you know yeah. reduce that a little bit and then they get back to the same behavior and yeah, they, it's they, like, they haven't fixed anything i feel like um that's like a mindset a lot of people get right after i think during high school i got that mindset like if I'm not self-aware yeah. of the amount of effort and time I'm putting into anything, mm. because you know you have to, you have a deadline, mm. you have a project, and you have to finish it, uh, you have to plan it ahead, and so you're actually planning the time and stuff, and that's actually nice, but eventually, um, when you're getting to college and then maybe working, you get in this kind of zone where you don't have to specifically like plan ahead multiple projects at the same time yeah so you start like putting a lot of time into a project and you and you just get in the zone and maybe even zone out eventually and after like two or three weeks you're like what did i even do (laughs) 
Yeah. Like there's literally hundreds of hours spent on something and maybe like you've you've done your job maybe i don't know that's not the point the point is you're just not aware of yourself all the time yeah, you, you just you, you get distracted by everything yeah but you, you're also just kind of doing it yeah you're not you're not really thinking about it or you know yeah uh, how to call it you're not processing it mm -hmm. it's yeah. just it just happens it just occupies your your brain. mind yeah, yeah it's it's so weird and it, it, you don't process it and you don't actually uh think about the other aspects of your life yeah it's just in, you just lose yourself for a yeah. while i guess or you know it's it's kind of weird yeah. and kind of scary it is but, but yeah yeah <laughs> it happens yeah and i think with that uh, you can also overwork yourself right if you if you're losing yourself into something and it's not working yeah you're gonna spend more time on it Sometimes it's actually a nice thing to overwork because you like the project. Yeah, it's also it, possible. Of course, that's yeah. that's fine. But there, yeah. some people don't know what their you know their limit is. Yeah. Or they haven't they haven't experienced yet what what the limit is. So they just keep pushing, and then eventually they break down because it's just too much. And but that might take like years before they find out what their limit is. Do and you mean like burnout? Uh, for example, yeah, burnout. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, people who are just mentally d done. They are just exhausted. Mm. And I don't know, if it, you, that's a burnout, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. But, um, I, I've, I don't just, think I've ever experienced like a hard <laughs> burnout. Yeah. I've seen people who have experienced that and they usually never recover fully. Some like, do. Like, uh, especially when you get older, when you get a burnout, when you're like past 40 or something, I think it's really dangerous for your mindset and the way you perceive and, and interact with things. And that, that's, um, I don't know if they, they don't notice the fact yeah. that they are, you know, slowly heading broke. that way. Yeah. yeah. Or are they just ignoring it because maybe they want to, you know, go mm -hmm. over their edge or over the line and then like to kind of break down. It's it's kind of weird. Hmm. I, I've I've heard of that. Sometimes I think people do it on purpose just so they kind of you know reset and break down and just you know it can kind of yeah I don't know it's yeah it, it reminds me of something else. I think it's really dangerous to be honest because yeah. you you will break down and then you have to like pick yourself up and you have to you know mm -hmm. I I I also think you can't go grow over that. I think you'll just you know it it happens mm -hmm. and you're stuck in that kind of weird phase yeah and it's really hard to you know crawl out of that hole but uh, so it's easier just to avoid the hole but a lot of people for some reason want to jump in and just you know yeah it's um it reminds me of like well a lot of people have this um it's not specifically self-harm but a lot of people want to how do i say this like self-destruct in a, in a like long period yeah a lot of people and do that either with food drinking sleeping or like bad habits in general and but there, there sorry but mm -hmm. also there's like a difference in mm -hmm. why they're doing it yeah i mean some people do it because they want to harm themselves yeah. or some people do it just because they want to feel alive right so they kind of try to find that edge and then they feel uh, like i feel like usually when people self-destruct yeah. in that way are people who are actually bored so they, they want to feel something yes yeah, exactly yeah, yeah they want yeah. to feel alive they want to feel you know i don't know the, if the, the, the they, power i guess <laughs> yeah but i don't think they will ever reach that point that's why they keep doing it yeah so it's not like um 
they're not addicted to it. It's like a process. They want to, as you said, they want to reach a point where they break down. Yeah. And then they want to have like a whole refreshment or like resetting everything yeah. in their lives. Yeah. And I think that's something almost every kind of organism has almost. I've seen a lot of like animals and, and even people do that stuff. It's like something people have in their body, like some kind of regenerating <laughs> uh, theory that people believe in, I guess. Yeah. That if, if I would push myself over the edge, I might come back out stronger. Yeah, but that's kind of... It's weird. That's kind of fucked up, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're literally destroying your mind, your own, you know, your own yeah. mind. So you might be able to mm -hmm. grow or change out of it. And that you should, before you're heading that way, you should, you should already kind of observe and, and, you know, listen to yourself and to your body yeah. and, and kind of make the decision that, wait, if I'm keep going, if I keep doing this, mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to d destruct myself. So I should probably, instead of destructing myself and then finding out mm -hmm. that I should change some things in my life, just yeah. change those things. But, you know, some people don't have that that structure or that... I call it authority to control. Maybe. Control, yeah. yeah. They just they they don't have to control, and so yeah. they just destroy themselves, and then they have to control. Yeah, I think that's definitely like a part of why a lot of people want to experience a breakdown. Um, I almost like I, I'm I'm just you know spitballing here, but I almost have a feeling that it's a rudimentary, like uh, like what do you call that? Like something that's left from our physical aspects of regeneration. Okay. <laughs> that if you uh, break a bone, yeah, it actually might heal stronger. That because yeah, it, it has been broken, so it kind of tries to you know fix or improve the, the the core or whatever the base, the structure. Yeah, like with bones, you actually get new formations of uh, like like the calcium. Yeah, it gets new formations and it actually becomes harder and stronger because. The formations are a lot thinner. Naturally, when we have bones, the the like the holes, because bones are porous, the holes in our bones are pretty big. But when you break your bones, it can actually grow a bit tougher. Okay. And I feel like <laughs> this is something crazy, but we we might think that like inherently we can get stronger by breaking ourselves mm. and learning from that. I don't know from that experience, but it sounds something like something that's pretty dangerous because it's so uncontrolled you don't know how far you will have to go exactly and it's just weird if you don't have control over it it's it might ruin your life yeah and you you don't know beforehand yeah if that will break your break your your spirit or just your whole yeah. you know your whole life it, it but yeah that, that's why i think you should kind of be aware before stuff like that happens and and kind of you know I think a lot of people don't really appreciate or think about their lives or their own mind and their mm -hmm. body. Um, a lot of people just live their lives and it's then, just they take it for granted. Yeah. Like well, hey, I'm healthy, so I'm not even sure if it's yeah. for granted. Well, then. To be honest, because, because for granted is like, well, I just you know, I I, I, I take it as it is, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But there are a lot of people who complain about stuff, but they don't do anything. Yeah. Okay. So they they. they you know, it just happens. Yeah. And, and they're negative about stuff, mm -hmm. but they're not prepared to do something about it. And uh, I don't know, that, that kind of annoys me always. <laughs> People. Yeah, but 
What if you cannot do something about it directly? Like, yeah, for example, you're, you're like, you need the money and you, you have a job that you don't really like. Yeah. And it drags out years after years. You have to, like, for example, travel really far. Mm. And so you spend hours a day commuting in the, in the train or whatever. Yeah. I can imagine that being something you cannot, you know, you cannot break that. You cannot break that. Um, well, it depends, right? I mean, I think it takes some uh, like you have to be brave almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's it's not easy. It's not going to be easy. That's not no one saying that it's. I mean, a lot of times it looks like it's easy. So you look like other you look at other people and you think, well, that, you know, I could do that, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. but you, then they don't do it, you know. But yeah, it's really hard. It's for everyone. It's really hard, and yeah. uh, it, it's the same with like relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you look at another couple or whatever and you're like oh well they have so much fun together you know and they're just yeah it's 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 always better on the outside than it is on the inside and i also don't think it's really fair for you or anybody to uh compare your you know your life with someone else you you can't compare because there are just too many variables to Mm -hmm. just yeah it's not the same and it's the same with i mean if you have a job and Mm -hmm. you have to travel a lot of times or a long time every day and you get exhausted and you're like, well, why am I doing this? I mean, it's, it's easy to say that you just have to find another job, right? I mean, it's, that's all you hear. I mean, but why, why, why don't you, why why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you look for another job? Well, I've actually had this conversation like half a year ago. I wanted to quit back then. Yeah. And, um, I didn't go for another job because, well, in my situation, I actually needed, uh, the income I needed, uh, the contract to be able to do some financial stuff. Okay. So, I don't I don't want to break that contract at that moment because mm. it would be unwise. Even though I I couldn't get exactly what I wanted from uh, my whole contract, so yeah. I, I wanted to achieve something. Uh, wanted to get uh, my own house. I couldn't get that yet, and that's something that sucks. Mm. But if I would have not tried over the past few months and I would have broken the contract beforehand and quit the job I would have been pretty you know <laughs> yeah I mean that that would have been even worse right to me I think mentally that would actually hurt me more than continuing this job at least having an income but in this case it makes sense so you have like yeah. you have like a, I thought about it <laughs> you, you, yeah exactly so you have like a good yeah. reason why you you won't switch so in that case you can also kind of accept the negatives yeah I, I was like balancing can I can exactly. I live with myself if i continue a few more months in this situation yeah and it might not get a lot worse but it might not get a lot better so but what yeah. i'm confused about is people who don't even have that you know capacity yeah they, they they don't observe they don't they don't notice it it's just mm. it just happens i've seen so many developers that are just working somewhere and every mm. time you speak to them they're like complaining about how shitty a job yeah. is and you ask like why haven't you why are you not looking for a new job and it's like yeah well you know i work and i have an income and you know i yeah. I, I it's just why just yeah. do something you know it's like if you poke it with a stick it's just are you still there <laughs> yeah just move are, are do there? something <laughs> just I, I, it's, it's kind of sad i mean it for, is sad for me it's so that's the thing they are not sad i th- I think they're not sad but i think a lot of people are I, sad <laughs> i i get sad if i look at those people because i think just you know mm-hmm. you have one life you have an amount of years and you're wasting you know, it almost yeah grab it and i, I don't want to be you know fucking cheesy but uh just 
fucking just do it you're gonna be my life coach <laughs> if you want to <laughs> no I'm, a, I'm terrible at life I guess like uh, life advice by Gideon oh fuck that's, that's, that's a horrible <laughs> horrible idea I uh, I don't mind it actually I think uh, maybe grow out your beard a little get a, get a mustache <laughs> yeah, curl it I, up I, I look smarter with a beard I guess yeah always wear a Colbert oh yeah or a turtleneck uh no, turtleneck, <laughs> that neck is nice. You, you have to... Yeah, you, want, you want to see this hairy... Uh, oh, yeah, this yeah. Cruffy McGruff. <laughs> I don't know, but if I think about it, when people get this... Uh, in, in this situation where they don't change their lives to something better, mm. I think most of them actually have low self-esteem slash self-worth. People who, who don't care about their lives that much, that experience their own lives through maybe media through other things except yeah. like they're not living in their ex- like in their situation directly yeah they, they 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 are afraid to take a certain step they're afraid to make a certain decision i don't think it's because they're comfortable in their position i think they, they're no, really no. annoyed yeah they're, they're afraid so it's not it's not they're, i don't they're, think they're, that they're not comfortable in their position it's yeah. just the the, there's like a the change is there's a fear yeah. in that change and that fear is is more pronounced or or mm-hmm. you know higher than the negatives of you know, staying somewhere mm-hmm. i think maybe i was actually thinking about how people yeah how, how people how some people actually like i can't really explain this really well but um when I'm thinking about a moment where I am really unhappy with something, mm. uh, I usually try to find reasons that make me happy. Like, so I- I'm comparing. Mm. Usually, it's like, what's the bad part? What's the good part? Yeah. And usually, when I reach the bad part, I would say, "Yeah, just come on, man. It's not that bad." Or I could have had it worse. Or maybe, maybe even I'm not that. Like, maybe I should live through it. Maybe this is what I. What, what what I'm worth? Yeah, you're kind you know? of trying to find a reason for yourself to accept. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that stems out of uh, low self worth. Like, not it sounds really negative. Yeah. But I'm but, just saying, like, when you're comparing yourself with I don't know a celebrity who has everything. Yeah. <laughs> you would think, well, he has everything because his life is better. Mm. He he made better choices. Maybe he's even a better person, or like people like him inherently because he's better than I am. Mm. And if you're comparing yourself in, in that way, you're always going to be like you, the self-worth will be lower to me, at least. Yeah. And I, that's why I never compare myself directly. <laughs> like that, that's just, um, you know, getting out of a depression 101. Don't compare yourself. Uh, and I think a lot of people who, who don't want to change their lives directly are, are people who are afraid to change, but are also you know they're they're okay with themselves being in that position because they think they're not worth more yeah and i think that's something that has to change it's a mindset mm. and it's not that easy because you know and that's what personal I, stuff yeah and that's what i what i mean yeah. it's i think you should kind of learn to be aware yeah of everything so the positives and the negatives mm-hmm. and I don't know, maybe i don't know maybe meditate or something yeah i mean it's just an example and mm-hmm. i don't like the you know the the the, the fluffy uh, meditation crap but uh, mm-hmm. it's nice to just sometimes sit down mm-hmm. and just you know take a few breaths 
like yeah. c- count to 20 or something mm-hmm. and just you know think a little bit about what are you feeling and and how yeah. can you you know maybe improve you don't have to improve it right away but if you just be the, aware just yeah. the fact that you kind of notice that something is wrong is already like so much more than most people do mm-hmm. yeah to me that goes like the 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 think the thinking the thought process of self evaluation and yeah. self you know uh, observation and even a bit of reflection <laughs> that goes hand in hand with me with like walking something really casual like you don't have to go running or do exercise yeah just walk like for 20 minutes yeah you don't have to have a partner per se during your walking trip mm. but just walk a block around your area you know just take care of yourself we love you yeah we, we love everyone especially you yeah handsome will you be my lover How, how's the coffee in your ear uh, doing <laughs> oh there we go oh yeah i think we should leave yeah we should it's getting awkward but uh yeah i, th- I think just take care of yourself people it sounded really sad, but I'm actually happy because... Yeah, yeah. it's okay. So <laughs> talking about stuff like this is also a, a, a step in the right direction. Just yeah, d- don't don't close yourself off to these kind of mental, you know... States, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's sad. It's, it's fine. Uh, You're fine. sad. You're sad and you should be sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you fucked it up. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we should probably quit before I get no, sad too. You should... <laughs> It, it, it's good to talk about stuff yeah. even if it's it's to yourself it sounds ridiculous or you think yeah. like people are going to judge me because i think about this but mm-hmm. just talk to someone and yeah. that's already more than you can do that's a good one yeah well thank you for listening we'll uh, see you around yeah thank you next episode probably less uh, dramatic yeah well it was not dramatic it wasn't yeah, but I, I poured my heart out yeah it's true but uh <laughs> thanks for listening and uh we'll uh, catch you on the next episode